Hey guys, I'm Vata. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Sip and Venture podcast where we dig into the different paths that people choose to go on in life. Today we have someone joining us who is the definition of Sip and Venture. Someone who I'm really inspired by. Someone who's full of passion for this world. Josh Newman is a filmmaker, a downhill skateboarder, a licensed skydiver, and best of all, a full-time adventurer. Josh owns his own media company where he collaborates with various big brands such as GoPro and LG. His videos have gotten over 140 million views on YouTube. Yes, yes. and I love so all crazy. those videos. They're so cool. They're so cool. Josh has longboarded all over the world on the biggest and most dangerous roads, including the French Alps, Norway, Switzerland, Italy, Hawaii, and so much more. Yes, he's been featured on Sports Center Top 10 Place, and most importantly, he has a big passion for serving people and has plans on starting a nonprofit. We can't wait for you guys to meet Josh. This episode is truly one of a kind. Let's bring him in here. So hi, Josh. We're really excited to have you joining us today. You're actually one of the guests that we've been really looking forward to have on because your lifestyle and what you do is something that Ashley and I we're really inspired by to start mm-hmm. our podcast and start the whole sip and venture because um, we went traveling throughout our like college career college years, yeah, yeah college years we traveled a lot and we met a lot of people like a lot of cool people and we got to see that side of like traveling and experience and adventuring so as soon as we watched some of your videos and what you do um, we were like wow this is the perfect guest to have joining yeah, us today for sure. Sure. Well, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to come on and talk. Uh, yeah. I don't do like a ton of these things just because I haven't been asked a lot. So it's like cool to always be able to like share my thoughts and experiences. Awesome. Well, well we're really excited. So to start off, we want to go ahead and jump in and ask you to explain what downhill skateboarding is and what exactly do you do? Yeah, of course. So Downhill skateboarding, or as most people know it, longboarding, but most older people think surfing when they hear longboarding. Um, <laughs> it's essentially just like a longer skateboard with bigger wheels and more stable trucks, um, and its its purpose is just to go fast, um, generally down mountain, mountain roads. Um, and so that's kind of what I do. I got into it at a pretty young age. It, I think for my 12th birthday was when I got my first board. Um, and then wow. I've kind of just been like building up and progressing since then mm-hmm. to the point where it is now, which is a lot farther than I was when I was so 12. How did this hobby even start? Like how, how was it introduced to you? Um, so my parents sold my Xbox when I was like 12, which is kind of funny. And then I just didn't really have anything else to do. And I saw some kids around my neighborhood longboarding. I was like, oh, that actually looks like kind of fun. I had nothing to do. So I was like, might as well get a longboard for my birthday and just do it. Like, I didn't think anything was going to come of mm-hmm. it. I just kind of was a 12-year-old trying to pass the time. Like, what did 12-year-olds do? Except probably play video games now. So when did you realize that you were actually getting good at it? Um, I had a couple friends that I met, like, a few months in that, like, put the idea in my head of getting sponsored, which I had, like, never even thought of before so that kind of got like the wheels turning Mm -hmm. um and so I started like reaching out to companies and like the first times were unsuccessful um but I got my first thing with a company after five months of uh when I started which is pretty cool 
Wow. Uh, so, just got like a, just so got like a were, discount. You were still 12? Like, yeah, I was 12. 12. Wow. <laughs> Starting young. <laughs> so did you immediately start filming yourself going down? Yeah, so, well, so like in the beginning stages, it's like, I don't know if you guys have seen people just like riding on longboards around your neighborhood or anything. It's kind of like oh, that. Like yeah. pretty like standard, like going like 10 miles an hour, 15 miles per hour nothing crazy so I was kind of just like doing that but um after a month I um used my dad's old video camera and started recording like a tutorial of everything I'd learned in that first month um and then uploaded it to YouTube and that's how I kind of just like filmmaking and longboarding kind of just like grew parallel to each Uh other from there Mm -hmm. really cool so who would you say is your inspiration when it comes to this who do you look up to I, I don't know. That's a hard one. I, I wouldn't say I'd really look up to any longboarders, but um, an inspiration for this kind of activity and, like, how I've progressed is definitely my dad um, because he used to take me, like, mountain biking a lot growing up, and the thing mm-hmm. he always taught me was if you're not falling, you're not going hard enough, like, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. I love There's that. There's always room to, like, keep keep growing if you're not failing. Um, and that's something that like kind of motivated me, especially when you take falls, like it's kind of like discouraging. Um, so that kind of just like pushed me to keep going and like keep actually pushing myself to, to the potential and being able to, that, that enabled me to get pretty good really fast. Uh So that's definitely my inspiration there. That's awesome. I love that. I love that quote. I think it's really good. Yeah. So I know, um, you know, you've been spon- sponsored, like you mentioned. Um, can you remember who was the first brand that reached out to you? Or were you the one reaching out to brands first at first? So, yeah. Um, so, the first brand I worked with, yeah, when you start, like, it's only you reaching out, essentially. Um, and it was a brand called Original Skateboards. And they're the ones that I originally got, like, on their, like, development team, which is basically, like, a 40% discount just for, like, representing their products. Uh-huh. And then a few months after that, I got up to the next team where you actually get free products. So I was after like seven months of starting, which is like a big thing for me. Yeah, that, was that, was that must have been yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like talk of the town in the middle school for like a day. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Uh-huh. That's so cool. So yeah. I've noticed you've worked with numerous brands now, like GoPro and all kinds of big brands that have reached out to you. So what was your reaction to when GoPro reached out to you? Or did you reach out to GoPro yourself? Uh, so they reached out to me. I was basically like, I like woke up from a nap and I got an email from GoPro basically asking um, if I had any places that I'd been like really wanting to skate, uh, that they're trying to develop some ideas for the launch video for their new products that were coming out at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just like pitching ideas around and Norway had been a place I'd always wanted to go. So I pitched that idea to them and that kind of like went through like a pitch process. The whole process... Uh, between when I originally got the email to like when we knew like it was a go and flights were booked it was like a month in between so Mm -hmm. it definitely wasn't like right away I like knew that it was definitely happening but um, it was a pretty crazy feeling like I was at the point where I was like even if it doesn't work out just the fact that they reached out to me would is like cool that's Um, so awesome ended up working out as well so so what did the deal look like what did the deal look like did they offer you a flight or was it all expenses paid? Did they send you some products? What did it look like? Yeah, so it was all expenses paid, um, plus four of their products, like the two that were out, the two main ones out at the time, and the two ones um, that came out 
I guess in the fall whenever everything launched. So that was pretty cool. <coughs> so paint us the picture. You got the you got the pitch. It works out. Do you get to bring friends? What happens next? How do you tell your friends? What did you guys do? Yeah, Give us so the whole story. Part of like the original thing was like choose a friend to go. Um, so I chose one of my friends who lived out in Austria. His name's Mirko. Um, he lives in Innsbruck, Austria. And uh-huh. I, I chose him, like, obviously I, I really like him and everything, but also because it made it easier for the pitch to go through since he's already out in Europe. So it was, like, super convenient to have a friend out there. But, yeah, he was, like, amped as soon as I told him. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it was, like, a process, like a month process until we actually knew if it was finalized. Um, but he was pretty excited the whole time, even that I just asked him. Uh, so even if it didn't work out, I think he still would have been content. But it did work out, and everything was even better. So Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So, so what did you do once you got there? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually like a grind because we are just, especially in Norway, like the weather is pretty sporadic. It's like it'll, it rains like every day in the summer, it seems like, but there's like windows where it's like dry and like sunny. And mm-hmm. so we were just were like on call the whole day. Like every time there was like a window of sun, we'd be like stacking as much footage as possible. Like every run, like six GoPros roll in, um, which is kind of crazy. So it's definitely a grind, but it was like pretty fun. And Why Norway? Really fun, but, um, Why'd you guys chose no- Norway? I hadn't, I'd never been there before, but I'd only seen pictures. And um, a few of the pictures I'd seen of this one road were like just absolutely insane. It was like winding all the way down. It was uh-huh. in like a big fjord. Um, and it was just like, it didn't, it didn't even look real. And I knew number one that I wanted to go there. Number two, that like a place that scenic would be good for the pitch. Cause it's like a place that people like have to actually see to believe. And yeah. that's kind of like what GoPro is about, about these like crazy places. So I thought that one would do well, and I'd get to cross off a bucket list place, so that, <laughs> that was kind of the plan so there. That is so cool. So, from what I've heard, and from what I've seen all of your videos, you've traveled so much, especially in the past few years. You've been to Hawaii, Switzerland, French Alps, like California, mm-hmm. Norway, like you just mentioned, Italy. So, what would you say is your most memorable place that you skated or traveled? That's tough. I guess... My favorite places I've skated are Switzerland and France um, in the Alps, just because the roads are just like like nowhere else in the world. Um, but favorite places I've traveled in general, that's, that's tough. Because I went on a cross-country trip this summer for six weeks and mm-hmm. realized like just how much the U.S. actually has. Like some places in Utah, Oregon, and Washington are like... Mm-hmm. absolutely incredible and then california obviously has so much because it's such a big state yeah I imagine. so it's hard to i don't even think i could pinpoint it down to like one place i've traveled um but hawaii is pretty sweet too because it's just got the mountains and hawaii. the beach yeah <laughs> that's yeah. so fun it's like yeah. a 10-way tie between everywhere <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like Hawaii's pretty flat though no i mean i know they have mountains they have a lot of mountains i, I guess that. it but i'm sure there's like, like certain hiking. islands yeah. Um, Which island we did you go to? Oahu. Uh-huh. Oahu. So we did like That's a stairway we to heaven hike and everything. Yes. Which we is were, pretty crazy. We were supposed to do that, but we, we did were it. actually it's illegal, so, so it's like tough. Yeah. Yes. We were actually watching your video like with my whole family last night. Like we put it on the TV and everything. And I was like, <laughs> invited the whole family. And I was like, watch this video. It was your Hawaii vlog. 
and my parents were like, wow, like, did you guys do this? I was like, we were like, no. we did everything except the stairway to heaven because yeah. obviously we, we ran it was out of time. We, really we did, yeah. and it was, you know, illegal and. Nah, I was. So, how was the yeah. how was stairway to heaven? Are we missing out on it? It was crazy. It was like, yeah, it was. It was crazy. Like, part of the reason it was so crazy is, like, getting up at, like, 2 or 3 a.m. and starting the right. hike. And then also, like, not knowing if you're going to get a citation always makes it fun. <laughs> um, but there was actually quite a few people. A lot of people had the same idea as us because it was the first day of 2020. It was, like, New Year's Day or New Year's oh, Eve going uh-huh. into day. That's cool. Um, so a lot of people had the same idea. There's probably, like, 30 other people up there. Like, not all at once, but, like, over the course of the time we were uh-huh. we were up mm-hmm. there, which is pretty cool. Did you but go yeah, with locals was, or some friends? Um, I went with my two friends that I went on the trip with, but we actually met a guy up there that um, lived in Oahu, but he was from Chapel Hill, which was, like, a crazy no small way. thing. That's so crazy. He, like, knew, like, some of my friends, too, which was, like, really weird. Um, just, like, such a small world, but he, he like actually guided us down and like got us around the guard truck at the bottom so that was good how long did the out. whole hike take um the hike itself if you just like straight shotted it up you could probably do like hour and a half two hours um uh-huh. like not like if you're at like a crazy pace you could probably do like a little over an hour um but we kind of like went up and then like took a nap like halfway up with like hammocks <laughs> um and then did the rest right when the sun was about to rise that's awesome that's so so cool so i know you mentioned you're from chapel hill what do you are you what are you currently studying there because i'm sure there's no like down downhill (laughs) skating major um so i'm a business major with an entrepreneurship minor and i kind of just use that to like network and everything um because what i'm doing full-time is just like running a media production company so okay. that's kind of the that's kind of the main awesome. gig. So is that what yeah. what you're mainly focused on, like media company, media production? So that's like videography, right, and editing. Yeah, yeah. Is it um, is that like, do you do anything else? Do you edit anyone else's videos or any other footage, or do you mainly focus on your own brand? Um, so I always edit just footage that I shoot, but I do stuff like I do some more like corporate stuff, like real estate. Um, and then, like, weddings, mainly just for, like, friends and family type stuff, just because I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of shooting weddings. Um, and then I've done stuff for, like, charities, stuff like that. Um, there's some, like, more, like, boring corporate stuff behind the scenes, just to help fund stuff. But um, I try – what I'm working towards is being able to do, like, the big brand projects, like, full-time. And I'm, yeah. like, a third or halfway there, something like that. So, like – you want to work for big brands like working on those big projects or with like the whole media production or or is it possible to be your own like influencer type of downhill skateboarder professional or like what's the dream what would you say is the actual dream well that's kind of like where that comes in um like having brands reach out because of my like personal brand and like who i am um Uh and then just like my work i guess um would be cool like the thing i just did i just did a big project with the brand lg um, so yes. being able to do stuff like that um full time just with like cool brands that have like a cool campaign idea or a cool vision um and being able to like sustain that that's kind of that's cool. so awesome that's awesome so what would you say is the best and worst thing about this hobby 
Say, say the last word one more time. I got cut out. The best and worst thing about this hobby. The skating. Okay. Um, the best thing is being able to, like, travel and, like, go new places. And, and just, like, the people you meet through it. It's, like, cool because you're just, like, automatically friends. Um, mm-hmm. The worst thing definitely can be, like, the falls and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I recently took a pretty bad fall that's, like, put me out for a little bit. Like, I'm still, my shoulder's still healing because I fractured it. Um, but wow. other than that, like, there's not, like, that many bad things about it other than just, like, the risks associated Injury, with it. yeah. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit more about that injury? Like, where were you? What happened? Yeah. Um, so I was skating a mountain pass outside of Yosemite. So it was, like, Northern California. Uh-huh. And, um, just skating a road, like, that was, like, the second time I'd skated it. Um, and it was just kind of, like, a weird... I don't even really know how to describe it to, like, people that wouldn't, like, don't skate. Um, but we'll just call it a weird road. Um, it had, like, some, like, bumps and stuff. And at about, like, 55 miles per hour, my board just caught, like, some weird bump. And then just, like, flew out from under me. And I basically just fell um, and fractured my shoulder and dislocated it on impact. And then oh kind of just, like, the- slid... Is that where that video? Because we saw a video yeah. on your Instagram. That's it. Yeah, That's the same the one. Yeah, one. Yeah, that was the one. It was pretty brutal. So talking about injuries in general, obviously with a hobby like this, there comes a lot of injuries. And what would you say is the worst one that you've had? Would it be the recent one? Yeah, the most recent one is definitely that, and one I took when I was like fifteen. Um, also out in California, though, was probably they're probably tied for the worst. Um, that one, I just like cut my knee, opened the bone. And then the doctors thought I punctured my liver cause I like folded over like a raised oh, drain. Oh my goodness. So, Did you tell them how? Did you oh, tell yeah. them how? Yeah. They were like, just like shaking their heads. They see They're like, like everything do though. So, yeah. So what, what does your parents think about all of this? Like, do they support you? Yeah. My parents support me. And it's funny cause my dad's an ER doctor and my mom's a pharmacist. Okay. So like. Seems like they oh. wouldn't be about it. Um, like, there's definitely been some times when they're, like, see one of my videos or see something in a certain video, and they're just, like, like not really about it. But overall, mm-hmm. they're very supportive um, just because yeah. they know it's something I really like to do. That's so cool. Um, I, whenever I was showing the videos to my parents, my mom couldn't even watch it. She's like, oh, oh what is this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't. Which is, like, crazy. And I'm like, Mom, just just watch some of the falls. <laughs> <laughs> He's all good. Which is, He's in one piece. Which is, yes. Um, which I guess is, it's great that your parents support you. And, you know, you can always come home and, you know, they'll heal you since they're in yeah. the ER. <laughs> yes. you, you don't have to worry you. about that, <laughs> at least. True. So do you skate while you're in college? Because I know while you're in Chapel Hill. I mean, I guess it's called Chapel Hill. But are there many yeah. hills in Chapel Hill? Uh, Not really. Like, I don't do it like a whole lot in this area if i like go to the mountains i'll do it um which i do like relatively frequently uh just because mm-hmm. i like to get out and like do stuff um but yeah around here i don't skate a ton and then mainly just like on trips i do that's like when i just skate like a lot um but then i'll just do like random mountain trips just sporadically mm-hmm. throughout the month or whatever yeah how often would you say you skate um at this point, aside from trips, it's probably like once a month, so it's not like anything crazy. Um, oh, wow. Maybe once or twice a month, just when I go to the mountains. Um, 
but I also have like other hobbies and like stuff like I work like a lot just with editing personal stuff and then client stuff and then also I have other hobbies now um like I've got a lot more into working out and then like skydiving is another hobby I've gotten into um, no way. No so way. Tell fun. us about tell us about that. That's really interesting. <laughs> Skydiving. Yeah. Um, when was the first time you've done it and give us the whole spiel? Yeah, so the first time I did it was like a couple days after my 18th birthday. Um I was in the Canadian Rockies with my family, so it was like a really cool place to do it. And then I kind of got hooked from there, but like didn't think much of it cuz I knew my parents would never like support me doing that. Um and then last fall, like September and October, I went to get my license um, and ended up getting like fully licensed and everything by like the end of October. And then wow. since then, I've been doing it a lot more, like whenever I can. How many times have you jumped out? Um, so the last time I jumped was on this past trip in California because then I like hurt my shoulder and I'm healing it. But I think that was like my 63rd jump. Oh my um, gosh. Wow. Yeah. And but that's like not, I'm 21 now as of like last week. So you started when you were 18? Well, I did my first, years? I did my Where? first one when I was 18, but I did my second one like in September this past year. Wow. So, so you jumped that many times That's it's September. A, believe it or not, it's actually not that much though. Um, like I've done, I've done six in a day before, which is like pretty wild <gasps> that's crazy yeah. that's so, so crazy. i mean i can tell you're an adventure seeker <laughs> a thrill like seeker to say the least <clears throat> i mean you're almost killing yourself to go down these crazy hills and now you're you're like you know what that's not enough i want to go skydiving what's yeah. next <laughs> that's crazy so is is it does it get expensive um the startup costs for skydiving are pretty expensive because like the initial cost to get your license. You have to do 25 jumps to get your, like, first license to be able to do it on your mm -hmm. own. Um, so you're, like, renting gear and doing that. So that's pretty expensive. And then once you get your own rig, which is, like, the backpack with the parachutes in it, um, that's pretty expensive. But then after that, you just have to pay for the lift tickets each time, which is $25 um, each time you get oh, on. Oh, wow. lift tickets. Yeah. Yeah, a lift ticket. <laughs> a lift ticket. That's what they call it. It's kind of funny because it's just like you just think skiing when you hear lift ticket, but it's actually like a plane taking you to 13,000 feet. <laughs> what would you say are the similarities between skydiving and downhill skateboarding or longboarding? There's like, I, I don't think there's like that many, honestly. Um, and I still think longboarding. Is long it similar is, feeling though? The adrenaline? Yeah. The adrenaline, but like other than that, like it's such a different feeling. And I, I'd still stand behind saying longboarding is way more dangerous, just statistically and just like, I don't know. I feel a lot safer skydiving than longboarding certain roads. Um, oh, I but imagine. Long, yeah, but skydiving is just different. And it's like, it's such a freeing feeling because you're just like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. You're just, like, falling from the sky at 140 miles per hour. <laughs> we actually almost went skydiving in Hawaii, but we never ended up uh, going because we ran out of time, but... That would have been the place. I did, I've never yes. been there either, though, but we were thinking about it. Yeah, in the North Shore, I feel like for the first time, skydiving was, like, only $80. Yeah, that's So it's, like, weird. really... Yeah. But, you know, that photo and video that's when it adds yeah. up yeah and of course we want that yeah 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 especially in hawaii that's like a one picks or it didn't part. happen you know yeah exactly that's crazy um that's awesome so i know you 
I know another thing about you is that you were in Sports Center top ten plays. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so that was actually like um, one of my videos got shared on like all their social media platforms, which is which is which one was like it? a pretty crazy crazy feeling. It was like um, a couple clips from like my most viral video on my channel. Uh, I think it was like it's called like Race Against the Storm. Um, so that was like a pretty cool feeling, especially cause like all my friends and everyone I know follows sports center. So like kind of just being on like one of the biggest sports pages on the internet for like a day was kind of wild. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was like one of those things that I was like, just kind of thought back when I started, I was like, I would have never guessed that I would have gotten posted by like sports center. Yeah. Kinda, like yeah. weird. But, and I feel like it goes really hand in hand with what you do, like videography and editing, because without all of that, people wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to share it and yeah, yeah sure. get the whole audience and everyone seeing your videos and what you do, which I think is super cool and goes really yeah. hand in Thank hand you. with both of your hobbies and what yeah. you're doing, which is awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. But yeah, I definitely think being able to capture it in like that kind of way makes it a lot easier to like get more eyeballs on like the sport itself and then just like everything else some people oh just do another it. thing yeah so i know you record most of your stuff but i've seen videos where a car follows you way too close yeah. <laughs> with a camera attached we were trying to figure that out we're like what if you like falls and they can't stop in time like so honestly the, the cars How? stop a lot faster than a person does because like at that speed like if you're going like 50 like you'll probably slide for like 100 150 feet and the cars have plenty of time to stop that being said um it's more like in the driver than the actual car itself like which car you're using so i only yeah. let like a certain like number of a very small number of people actually like follow me in the car just because it is still, like, your life. <laughs> so. Yeah, so do you go with, like, a team? Do you have a team, or is it just friends? Um, typically, are... it's just friends. Um, but I have some friends that, like, are, like, kind of, like, business partners because we, like, work on some projects together yeah. and, like, um, obviously split whatever um, based on, like, the work we're doing. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what it's gotten to now where it's just, like, mostly friends, but, like, some we, like, work together. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's, That's so awesome. Cool. So I know you went on a five-week European trip. Is that correct? Yes. That was Can the, you tell uh, us some more about that? Yeah. So that was the summer after I graduated high school. So it was like two summers ago. Um, and basically, I was like, didn't really like know what exactly would come of it. I was just wanting to like travel and film for longboarding. So went with two of my friends and basically rented a car and just lived out of the car, like camped for five weeks and just traveled around all of Europe, um, visited like nine countries and just like filmed everything. Um, and then it was like one of the, that was like the coolest thing I'd ever done and like one of the best experiences of my life. Um, wow. And so that kind of was what like sparked my interest in really wanting to pursue videography and photography full-time um just because I was like if I could find a way to be able to do stuff like this for a living like that would be amazing because I didn't want that made me like not want to go into like any normal job or anything so I was like yeah. there's no way I can do it um exactly it's but yeah then once I started posting the content from that on YouTube is when like everything started growing really exponentially and like 
just like some numbers were racking up that I'd like never would have never guessed. It was like ridiculous. Um, and so that has definitely helped all the stuff we filmed on that trip has definitely helped everything like grow into what it is now. It's definitely like a mm-hmm. big, big factor in it. Yeah. Wow. It's kinda like an eye opener for you. Kinda like us in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and then you realize that, you know, you don't want to work a normal yeah, job like there's more yeah. life than yeah. Than oh, yeah. Because I feel like exactly. a lot of times people like get stuck in that whole like idea of like like corporate. This is, this is yeah. what I'm supposed to do. This, this is, is what, what I'm meant to do, and are not focusing on what they truly are passionate in and are yeah. truly want to do. And it's yeah. really cool and refreshing to see. Um, that's why we're super excited to have you on. That you know you're following your passions and you're able to, you know, for that adventure seeking, the thrill seeking passion of like downhill <laughs> mm-hmm. skateboarding, like skydiving, whatever the next thing is, and yeah. you're able to combine that and make that your job, part of your job, mm-hmm. because, but it's yeah. not really job, I mean, it's, it's still yeah. work, but it's something but it's that something you, enjoy you enjoy, and something and like, you truly love, which I feel like people really need to focus on. Exactly, and I think uh, one thing people always, like, get confused, is they think, like, pursuing your passion is supposed to be something that's, like, easy, um, and, like, so when it's not easy, they're like, oh, it's not working, but it's normal, it's actually, mm-hmm. like, harder, at least up front most of the times, because you have to find a way to, like, monetize or do something like monetize something you like doing Absolutely. um and then also the the misconception is that like the whole like never work a day in your life like I kind of think that's like a little bogus just because there's still going to be times when you're like grinding and you're just like stressed and doing work but like mm-hmm. overall like every day you wake up you're like motivated to keep doing um what you're doing yeah. it just feels like you like want to keep pushing and it's not like you just want to stop and not do it anymore because like you know you're passionate about it so that's kind of my take on the whole the whole pursuing the passion thing like it's going to be work awesome and like there's going to be times where it's not great but like overall it's going to be 10 times better than any other thing you would be doing yeah i agree Mm -hmm. especially yes i agree i agree with the fact that you said (coughs) um, a lot of the times people don't like give up on it because they don't realize how hard it is to monetize that passion Exactly. Um, and it's a lot of work, but at the end, it's worth it. And like you said, like it is work, but you feel motivated by it because you're inspired, and that's what's yeah. something that you love. And it's like your baby, yeah. you know, yeah. you exactly. want it to grow. Yeah, exactly. I that's think awesome. It's cool. So let's see. So obviously, you went to the European skate trip. You've been to so many places. Um, also, another one of the videos that stuck out to me was like the French Alp skate so can you tell us about that experience uh which one specifically was that do you because I have like one if it was like the one of like the raw clips that was like one of the longer roads in France it was like at like sunset Uh I don't know if that was the one you're thinking of probably it's yes yes it is it is it is um but yeah that one was definitely like my favorite road in the world to skate um it was really yeah, it was, like, a 20-minute long road, like, the total road, um, and it was, like, the second highest paved road in all of Europe, which is, like, a pretty cool fact to add on wow. to it. Um, there was, like, World War II bunkers, like, scattered down the whole thing. Wow. So, it, it was just, like, cool, where it was, like, a beautiful road in, like, a really pretty place, and had some, like, history sprinkled in, so I thought that was super cool. So when you go to places like that, do you bring a whole team? Because I know there's like drone shots involved, the car behind you, your GoPro footage. How many people does it take to get all that? Yeah, so 
Um, typically it'll just be like me and like two friends. Um, on roads like that, we typically will have a car in front though as well that has like a walkie talkie, um, letting us know when other cars are coming up. So just, we have that like extra peace of mind. Um, but how do you, you don't see that in the video though. Yeah. It's, they're about 30 to 45 seconds ahead typically. And uh-huh. I tip, you'll, you'll see cause if you ever like look, I'll have a walkie talkie on one of my like hips and then there's just like an earpiece under my shirt going into my helmet. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Just cause you'll, yeah, you'll just be hearing like, that. all right, like left turn clear or like left turn red car after red car, you're clear. Um, so that's how we just kind of know when the road's clear and when we should keep in our lane. Wow, that's so interesting. There's so much that goes behind it. Yeah, and another thing that I've also noticed when we were watching was my dad actually pointed it out. He's like, look what he's holding in his hands. Are those metal, like, they're not, like, balls, but, like, they're almost, like... They're, like, pucks, like, yeah. It's actually, like, kind of yeah. like a cutting board type material, um, but it's so you can put your gloves down. Uh, oftentimes, it gives you, like, a third point of contact with the ground, so it, like, makes uh, everything a lot more So it's stable. attached to your glove? Is it attached to your Yeah, it's like a Velcro or? thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So it's probably very useful for like turns and things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. But yeah, they definitely help what a lot. Ca- <laughs> what causes most falls? Ooh. There's so much that can cause falls, but um, I feel like the thing that most commonly causes falls is like when you're doing a slide. Have you guys ever snowboarded or skied where you catch an edge and you just like yeah. eat it? Yeah, it's essentially catching an edge. It's called <laughs> high side yeah. in. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of what would cause most falls, at least for me. Um, but then speed wobbles, I'm sure you've heard of those. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh my God. <laughs> definitely uh, not fun. She's but. laughing because I love longboarding. I don't longboard. Like, it's not for me. And I, I tell her that every time, and she's like, no, it's fine. Like, come on, you got it. So I was like, this last, well, I mean, it was like three years ago, but I was like, fine you know what i'll do it i convinced her to go but if i was sitting down with her and i was like let's just go down the hill it'll be so fun sitting on the board and i was like what can happen (laughs) speaking of speed wobbles she didn't know speed wobbles are a thing so we got we were going really fast and we got speed wobbles and she thought i I was shaking it and i was like what are you doing Oh my and we're, gosh. And we're like, we got speed wobbles, and she just goes belly slides. Oh. I was like, from like head to toe, I was just like cut up everywhere. I was uh, like, yeah, this is why I don't do it. <laughs> so, so painful. yeah, speed wobbles. I'm They're sure Ashley's. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Those are but, definitely like okay. the things that'll get you the most, like starting out, for sure. Like, I definitely had mm-hmm. my fair share of speed wobbles starting out. Um, and like, Can you control sometimes them? Sometimes I still get them. Um, well, the big thing that like prevents them is tight trucks and then ankle strength like over time um is one thing that really helps that and then just like knowing how to distribute your weight because if you have more weight on your back foot it makes speed wobbles like 10 times more likely to happen so there's like a few different factors that play into it but just like the more you get used to like weight distribution and just like being comfortable on a board um they typically (laughs) don't happen unless you hit something like a bump or a weird turn that like causes you to start the wobble yeah Mm -hmm. So, obviously, you've worked with a lot of awesome brands, um, but I know you've also worked with, you know, influencers and some celebrities. Um, I know we saw, I think it was in one of the videos, you were with the Dolan twins. So, yeah. I mean, is it, it's like, how do you even get connected with them and, like, Is it common for them to, like, reach out nowadays and ask to shoot content? 
Um, it's becoming more common. Uh, Grayson Dolan was the one who shot me a DM. And we didn't even, like, shoot an actual video with him. We just, like, hung out with him for the day and just, like, skated around Laguna. That's so awesome. So it's more like, like a friend's thing. And it, that, I think that made it cooler because there's no, like, like reasoning yeah. behind no, like, it. No, like, type, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what they're trying to get a lot more into as well. Um, just because I was kind of, like, talking to them about just their perceptions on social media and everything. And obviously, like, they have to look at it more as a business or else they'll get sick of it because they ha- – in their personal lives, I know they, they haven't been, like, huge fans of it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, just kind of, like, yeah, just kind of hanging out with them uh, was super cool. They're really normal people, actually. That's yeah. what I've, like, realized the more people I meet, um, that they're all just, like, normal people. They just have a lot of followers. <laughs> it's just yeah. a number, though. Um, but, yeah. So, other, other than them, like, has anybody else hit you up? What would you say are, like, so, the coolest people that have hit you up? They're definitely the biggest people because, like, everyone knows them. I don't... There's no other, like, people that are that well-known. Um, but a guy recently... Actually, like, dropped a video today. This DJ named, named Don Diablo um, reached out to me to, like, use my clips in his music video. So he posted that today. Oh, He's, like, cool. a big, like, Dutch DJ. Um, oh, wow. He has, like, I don't know a few million followers, which is kind of cool. A lot of my friends knew him, uh, but I was just introduced to him when he reached out. So, um, aside from that, though, I've, like, met other influencers and stuff. Um, just do, like, some Go ones affiliated with GoPro. Um, I have some other friends just through, like, YouTube and Instagram that I, like, have never actually met, but, like, we're, like, you know when you're, like, Instagram friends with someone? Instagram and, like, friends. If you guys were <laughs> in the same place, like, you'd just become friends. I have, like, a lot like yeah. that. Um... But just because I've, everything's just been really happening this past year and, like, travel's been shut down, um, nothing's been, like, there hasn't been, like, a ton, but hopefully in the future there'll be more. (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, and, yeah, like, what am I even saying? Like, a lot of influencers and celebrities, but, like, looking at your YouTube, you've grown a pretty big following and on, um, because, and a lot of fans who enjoy your content and keep up and you inspire a lot of people which is, I think is really cool I was reading some comments on Thank some of your videos of like just your life and not even necessarily skating and people are really inspired and it motivates them so is it cool knowing that you know you give some people that like hope or that motivation yeah that's definitely something that I just started realizing like I started realizing like the power of social media um kind of this past year because I, I just get, like, a lot of messages, like, along those lines. And, like, some of them were, like, you inspired me to, like, get my skateboard out again, which is cool. But then I've had others that were, like, you've literally inspired me to, like, um, like pursue something I'm passionate about and, like, change my career path or, like, course of life. And those ones kind of, like, hit home a lot more. And it's just, like, wow. Like, just, it's just crazy to think that me doing something I, like, like to do and, like, pursuing that um like ha- makes others want to follow suit and like do their own thing uh and that's something that I want to continue to do because it's like something that obviously means a lot to me and I just think it's crazy that that's the power of social media and like there is yeah. some good in it even though a lot of it's not Absolutely, great <laughs> yeah I agree yeah, with your you. passion could help others pursue, pursue I agree passion, you know? because a lot of the times people do focus on the negativity of social media and that it all always brings negativity but it doesn't have to be that way mm-hmm. um that's like one of the one of the things I also like really agree and 
am passionate about when I think of social media is that it can inspire people and change people's lives. And, you know, I see the good in it. So I really like that. Exactly. Yeah, there's, I definitely have some things I I don't like. There's a long list. Um, But I think if used correctly, it can be good. I just don't think a lot of people in like the influencer position, like use it correctly. It's kind of more just like, look at me, look where I am. Right. I'm in wow. Greece with blue ass water and you're at home doing nothing <laughs> and I'm just like I don't like that um, I agree that's so true <laughs> that is but, true so what advice would you give to someone who is inspired by you and your um, lifestyle so first piece of advice is don't pursue something like that you think you're passionate about don't do it like for money cause like if you do it for money, you're inevitably just going to be disappointed and it's not going to be as fulfilling. Um, and I think people are always rewarded for doing things for the right reasons. Um, like pursuing something you're passionate about because you're passionate about it and not to make money off doing that or make money off other people in the process. Um, that's one big piece of advice just because it's a lot easier to get burnt out when you quantify your success with like a number. Um, Mm -hmm. it should be a feeling, not a number. Um, and then let's see another piece of advice would definitely just be like, keep pushing even when it feels like it, it's shitty. Cause like there's going to be times when, whether it be like something like that physically hurts, like you crash or like have some injury that's preventing you from like going at it. Or if you're passionate about business and you're like just in a really low point, like don't have any customers or anything like just keep pushing past that because there's just going to be highs and lows like the whole time but as long as you're pushing for it like it's going to be like like this but it's going to keep going up um like little by little Mm -hmm. so that's kind of those are two pieces of advice I have for pursuing that and then just being a good person to other people too I always feel like it's something that over time is rewarded um so those are probably like my my three pieces of advice for people looking to pursue pursue something they're passionate about and kind of take a different career path in life. Mm-hmm. That's, awesome. That's awesome. I love that. That's really, I really like that you said um, that, yeah, it's not about like the money. It's about, because you're going to burn out eventually if you focus on the money aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to focus on, like, your passion, and good things are rewarded, and mm-hmm. good deeds. Exactly, and numbers so, never end, so it's kind of just a dangerous cycle to fall into, defining success as a number. I kind of realized that, like, I was like, as soon as I hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, like, I'll, that's all I need, I'm good, and then, like, obviously that didn't fill the void that was there, um, and now it's, yeah. like, a million, and I'm good, and I know, like, I won't be fine after that, like, content, so, like, you just kind of have to tell yourself, that it's just psychology yeah because we're all always chasing after the next thing we're always like and then we have to stop and realize like that's something we've been dreaming of and we need to just take it and be appreciative and happy in the moment right exactly that's something i'm trying to also be like more appreciative of Mm because numbers can you can definitely get hyper focused on numbers and everything whether it be money views followers like anything um Mm -hmm. but it's important just to do things that make you happy because they make you happy and not because there's a number coming from it. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's so, so cool. <laughs> so what is, Josh, what is the dream for you? Where do you see yourself in the next five years or what do you um, want? It's so like obviously out of this. 
um, whole like being able to travel full time and experience a bunch of stuff is like super cool. Um, but what I really want to do with life is actually like something a lot bigger. I want to start a nonprofit within the next five years. Um, something along the lines of helping people who don't have access to their three basic needs. Um, and I kind of have a, it's not anything with like my own, um, like I'm not starting a nonprofit yet, but I have a big like charitable project kind of in the works right now, um, that I can't say anything about yet, but I'm really, really excited about it. Um, and I'll probably be like announced, um, It'll be, like, in conjunction with the launch of one of my companies. So that'll be within the next, like, 60-ish days. Um, so I'm super excited about wow. that. But, yeah, that's kind of oh, what yeah. I want to do, like... I want to, like, obviously do that, but then also have fun. Like, be, like, having fun, but then serve in a bigger purpose. Because um, I think we're all here to, like, do stuff for other people and not just live for ourselves. So that's kind of yeah. what I live by. It's uh, how I was raised and how it will continue to be have fun but also serve for a bigger purpose yes that like you gotta live is... your life but like you gotta like i don't know I, i've been like blessed a lot in many ways like just to be born into a good family and also blessed and like with my safety while doing these things and like blessed with Absolutely. having my youtube blow up and like being able to mm-hmm. meet new people like get deals with big brands and stuff so it's like it only feels right for me to like want to give back and like actively better the world um, as a result. So Aww. that's kind of that's kind of where I stand with that. That's awesome. I'm so really cool. really happy but that yeah, we got keep, to just just uh, look out for for the big thing coming in like yes, six, like two two or three months. I got off the call. I got off a phone call with one of the guys about like all the logistics today. So I'm super excited. That's so awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm, gonna be, I'm definitely going to be tuning in. So thank you, Josh, for joining us. Of course. And speaking and sharing your story and your crazy adventures and um, giving us some insights and inspirational content. Of course. Where can people find you? And where plug yourself out. Give yourself all the shout-outs. Where can people find you um, if they want to check out your videos, check out what you do? Stay tuned with your life as well as check out the nonprofit thing that you're working on that's coming out in less than 60 days or so. Yeah, definitely. Um, so my Instagram is definitely like the best way to reach me, just at Josh Newman, spelled N-E-U-M-A-N. Um, and then you can find my YouTube link through there or just look at my name. Um, and that's just like my channel name. It's just my name. Um, but yeah, Instagram's definitely the best and most consistent place that I like post and just keep in touch and give updates uh so that's definitely the top place I'd say to go to awesome thank you so much yes of course thank you you guys so much thank you for joining us Dang, he's so inspiring. I feel like (laughs) I feel like I need to go buy a longboard right now and teach myself (laughs) uh maybe not though (laughs) no but really I love how he's able to use something that He's so passionate about and create a lifestyle out of it. Um, And I also love how, you know, he's creating a nonprofit because it's honestly something that our podcast encompasses. Absolutely. And and we've definitely talked about it in past episodes as well. Yes, it is. It's so important to give back. And seeing Josh live out his dream while making the world a better place is truly inspiring. 
Um, I also love how he mentioned that you shouldn't chase the money, but rather chase your dreams. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big subject in our world today. Um, that again, we have mentioned in many of our episodes. Do what you love, work hard at it, and the money will follow. Yes, yes. So if you guys would like to reach Josh for some more information on downhill skateboarding or you know just any other questions that you have again you can reach him on his instagram that's at josh newman so that's j-o-s-h-n-e-u-m-a-n or on his youtube so you just search josh newman yes and definitely check out his youtube videos because after you watch them you just get that feeling in your heart of like motivation and inspiration it's really really cool Mm mm-hmm So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we can't wait to be back with you again next week on On Sip Sip Adventure. Adventure.